Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog almost every day over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process, the completely honest and never-ending story of me getting my house under control. And as I figure out things that work, cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for people like me, I share the truth about them. So I hope you'll join me over there. You can go to aslobcomesclean.com slash connect to find me on all my social media channels, whether you're on Facebook or Google Plus, if anybody is, or um, just wherever you are on the internet. I'm sure I'm there too, except for Snapchat because I'm too old for that and it sounds a little scary anyway. So, um, but other than that, I'm pretty much everywhere and you can connect with me there and I would love that. Um, We now have over 100,000 people on the Facebook page for a slob comes clean, which is just a little bit crazy. Actually, it's a lot crazy. Uh, the reason I tell you that is partly to brag because I'm like, Oh my word, hundred thousand people. But I'm also, um, just always want to remind people that you are not alone. There are a hundred thousand people who have been brave enough to like, um, something about being a slob on Facebook and, yeah, that's just crazy to me. When I started over five years ago, I really thought it was just me. It is not just me by any means. And I really love the encouragement over there in that community because I would say very a very small percentage is actually crazy. Um, oh, did I say that? Sorry. Anyway, okay, so today is podcast number 43, I think. Um I'm actually confused now, but I'm going to go ahead and call this podcast number 43. Uh, This one is about Christmas decorating, vacuuming the Christmas tree and other do's and don'ts for storing Christmas decorations. Um, You may have already decorated. I actually know a lot of people have not yet. It is December 5th as I record this. Um, We generally decorate the weekend of Thanksgiving because if I'm going to like put all these things out of my house, I want them out for a month. Um, but I'm going to talk just basically of some of my things that I do and don't do very well, but, um, you can also go to a slob slash podcasts and look for Christmas decorating as the name of this podcast, which I believe is number 43 and, um, find that there at a slob slash podcasts with an S just scroll down to the bottom. If I don't have this one directly linked, just go to, um, see all my podcasts here and you will find it. All right. Um, before I get going to, I would just want to remind you in case you haven't listened to last year's Christmas and clutter podcast. Um, I have a list of some great ideas for clutter free stocking stuffers. Stocking stuffers used to stress me out beyond belief because in my mind, the definition was junk and candy. All these things I just didn't really want to bring into my home. Although I do give my kids some candy in their stocking, but, um, it just, you know, the thought of like a, you know, pooping Santa or whatever, some of those different things. Ha ha ha. That's really funny for like five seconds. And then it becomes clutter. Actually, that would probably be clutter from the beginning, but you know, things that, uh, just turn into clutter. And let's just be honest. I mean, if they have all these great new gifts, do they really want little dinky, dumb stuff? Um, so anyway, um, I have a list of great stocking stuffers ideas. Um, the idea is that they're not clutter, but then also 
uh, one of the great things that I got from um, readers the first year that I just kind of ranted about I hate stocking stuffers um, was just things that take up a lot of space in the stockings so that you can have something in there that's nice and is not clutter but it also takes up a lot of space so that you then don't have to like fill it with you know filler with junk so anyway those will be linked in the show notes for this Christmas decorating podcast that you can find there. Um, a lot of them are Amazon links on there. And I'm just going to really quickly remind you that I have a survey that I would love for you to take for me to be able to, um, monetize my podcasts, which I know means I'm asking you to take a survey. That means I'm going to put ads on here, but just realistically, this is my business. Um, which is bizarre that it's turned into that, but it is. And so I would greatly appreciate if you would turn, if you would, um, fill out the survey. I have to have 250 of those, uh, to be able to, um, monetize my podcast. And anyway, that just makes it a whole lot more. Um, it makes me a lot more motivated. Let's just be honest. It does to make sure that I keep up with the podcast because I enjoy it very much and it's been great for the blog and for all of that kind of stuff. But you know, I need money too. So anyway, um, All right, getting into the, oh, and with that, on the Stocking Stuffers um, post, there are a lot of Amazon links, and as you're shopping for Christmas, if you happen to think about it, I mean, my goodness, I don't, you know, blame you for not thinking of it, but if you happen to think about it, I do have a little um, Amazon um, search box on my blog. If you just go to aslobcomesclean.com, scroll on down right under the little video that I have um, is an Amazon search box. And that means that anything you put in there and then you head over to Amazon through that search box, I'm going to get a small percentage. And that is one of the ways that I'm able to spend so much time on this slob comes clean thing that I do because I'm able to call it my job. And if I'm going to call it my job, that means I have to make money. So anyway, I greatly appreciate it. it does not affect your cost whatsoever on Amazon. But, and that's true of any link that you follow over there, anything you buy, I get a small percentage. So, okay. Um, so here's my list of do's and don'ts for storing Christmas decorations. Um, okay. So the number one is don't store your Christmas tree and it's too small now that it isn't straight from the factory box with the top open without putting some sort of trash bag over it. Okay. So, um, the Christmas tree box has a picture of a Christmas tree on it. So it makes a lot of sense to keep it because then we immediately know what it is. But I I don't know how they made it so small to be able to actually fit in that box. I mean, really, it's like once it expands into actually having been used and you make all the the branches look pretty and actually sort of kind of realistic, you are going on the whole, you do understand that I'm talking about a fake tree, right? Okay, yeah. Sorry, with my allergies, there is no possibility for a real tree ever. Sorry, real tree snobs, but it's just not going to happen in my house. But what's funny about that is um, if you store your Christmas tree without completely covering it, um, yeah, the whole allergy thing is going to happen again because there's a whole lot of dust that happens in our attic. And I had to vacuum my Christmas tree the year that I wrote this post, which is just rather annoying. Um, so what I do as I stuff it back in the box is I then take a, um, a trash bag and cut it up the sides and put it over the top of the box that won't actually shut. And then I tape that around so that the box is completely sealed. And then next year it's not completely covered in dust. And, um, along those lines, have you seen that thing going around Facebook that has a picture of a, 
Christmas tree with the decorations still on it and it's been saran wrapped. And then I guess the idea is that the tree was stored in the attic, completely decorated with saran wrap around it so that the next year they just had to bring it down. Um, I actually have a friend who does that. I think she tried saran wrap. That didn't work as great, but she has a huge attic space. I don't. She has an attic space that you can actually get to without, you know, balancing on a weird ladder. Um, And she does that. She stores her Christmas tree with the vast majority of her ornaments still on it, which I think is awesomeness. Anyway, okay. Number two, I know slobs are idealists. Um, and we think reusing things is like some sort of a a badge of honor. And I totally get that. I totally am that way too. Um, but throw away the newspaper or recycle the newspaper that you use to wrap your fragile ornaments in last year. As soon as you take the ornaments out of the box. I didn't used to do this. And yet this is one of those things that I'm thinking, why did I ever not do this? Um, Honestly, it's really fun to read the newspapers um, from December of 1987 um, that you've reused over and over and over. Believe me, I know it is. It's interesting. However, as somebody who suffers from allergies and uses my allergies as a reason to, um, you know, not ever disturb any dust, uh, I have to do everything I can to prevent dust from happening. So um, I finally went, oh, wait. I need to just get rid of whatever newspaper I used to pack up my stuff last year. As I take that stuff out, then I just go ahead and get rid of that newspaper and it's gone because we generally have newspaper that we can use again. Um, Yeah, newspaper that we can use again. It's just really, it's just so completely obvious, but it was not obvious to me for many years. Um, the other thing that that, hap- that that allows is um, my boxes aren't full anymore. You know, like I used to unpack my ornaments and put the paper that I had wrapped them in for all those years, uh, just leave it in the box. Well, then my box was full of paper. And since that's not the case anymore, now what I do is as I take Christmas decorations out and then I take the... Um, newspaper and get rid of that, then the box is empty. So that means that whatever it is that I'm putting out, you know, we have, um, an entire bookshelf of pictures of our kids with Santa, you know, and that's one of our favorite things to do is the kids have to figure out the order for those pictures every year. And they have so much fun because they're like, Oh wait, this one only has one kid in it. So, well, obviously this has to be the first one. Cause we only have one picture with one kid in it. Um, you know, and then they look and then, you know, it gets a little bit more difficult as the years go by because they don't change as drastically. Um, but it's just really fun for them to do that. Well, that takes up an entire, you know, two shelves of one of our bookcases in the living room. So we can't have that and our normal stuff that we have on there. So the box that had the pictures in them and other Christmas decorations, the boxes that are now completely empty. Um, that's where the stuff that was in on that bookshelf goes for the month of December while our house is decorated. So we just use those same boxes to store the things and get them out of the way um, so that we can have Christmas stuff out and it's not just added clutter. It's like that whole replace concept that I've talked about a lot with the container idea of a shelf is only so big. If it's already decorated, then 
we can't just add stuff to it for Christmas. We need to take out what's normally there and put in the stuff for Christmas and then just switch that out when it's time to undecorate after Christmas. Um, purging as you decorate. This one is one that I will admit I struggled with this year because my kids are at this wonderful age where it really is fun to watch them be able to, you know, decorate on their own. Like they completely did the tree. So if you come to my house, just know my kids completely did the tree. And that's kind of the kind of mom that I am. I'm like, if they want to do the tree, I am not about to tell them that, oh no, I have to have it a certain decorated way because I'm like, well, that's what it, anyway, that's just my parenting philosophy. That's philosophy. That's what Christmas is about. It's about, you know, family time and my kids, if this is the memory that's important to them to decorate the tree, then they get to do it. But anyway, so, um, I forget what I was talking about before I rambled on about that. Oh, purging as you decorate. So this one, um, is after I decorate, So like, you know, we pick out all of our favorite ornaments and the favorite ornaments go on the tree and everybody loves those. And then we have a box that has some ornaments still left in it. And that's kind of one of those natural purging times. It's so easy to collect Christmas stuff because there seems to be this logic behind, oh, well, it's only out at Christmas. So it's okay to have huge amounts of things that I don't need. (laughs) Um, But, you know, once this stuff is put out for Christmas, then I can automatically see the things that I didn't like because I didn't choose these as something that I wanted to put out. Um, So that's an automatic time to go ahead and purge those leftover ornaments. The tree is decorated. I have a box full full of ornaments that didn't get used. So why not go ahead and get rid of those ornaments that didn't get used? See what I'm saying? That's one of those things that I have to kind of work through in my brain that should be so completely obvious, but instead I have to kind of think through these types of things. Um, so purging as you decorate, um, you know, if you get out the frame and you think, oh, I've always loved this frame, but I really don't have a picture to go in it. And I really don't seem to have a place for it. Oh, okay. We'll go ahead and do it and get rid of it now because otherwise it's going to end up being another, the same exact decision to agonize over next year. All right. Um, purge as you store, when you go back to, um, put things away, that's a great time to purge as well. So if you purge when you're putting stuff out and the things that didn't make the cut to go out, okay, well, those can go ahead and go. But then when you're ready to put things back in boxes, I know this should be so completely obvious, but, um, you know, so I'll have certain decorations that maybe have like, I don't know, I'm just making this up like a snowman with a missing leg or something. And I thought, Oh, he could stand right here. And I think that'll work just fine. And then all through the month of December, he's fallen over a thousand times. Um, I'm actually looking at a dancing Christmas tree right now that doesn't dance anymore. And somehow it's wompy jawed and kind of off kilter and it doesn't stand up anymore. Like it's kind of back on its back a little bit. You know, that's one of those things that, oh, I kept thinking that if I just arranged it like this, it was going to work. But then all month, it was a huge frustration. And anyway, go ahead and purge it. Purge it now because what happens, I know these things from experience, is next year, I have the exact same problem, the exact same issue And I'm just going to go through that again. It's like, oh, wait, now's the time when I realize 
this decoration didn't work. I'm going to go ahead and get rid of it now instead of waiting until next year. Because I, that's how I tend to be. I'm like, oh, well, I'll, I'll think I'll deal with that next year because, you know, I might as well. I'm putting stuff up anyway. No, I'm going to go ahead and deal with it now so that then it's not even an issue, issue to deal with next year. Other than people saying, where's that dancing Christmas tree? Do we still have that? Mom, I loved that. <laughs> anyway, um, Another thing, store boxes inside of boxes after the decorations are out of them. Um, you know, so I put things uh, that we have out all year um, into the boxes to be stored. But when there are other boxes, we'll just stack the boxes inside of boxes. Um, one of the things that we really used to struggle with and we don't anymore, my husband's been fantastic the last several years, would be that we would bring the Christmas decoration boxes down. We would decorate. And then the Christmas decoration boxes would sit in the game room or wherever in a pile for most of Christmas until maybe like, I don't know, Christmas day when people were coming over or something like that. Um, yeah, that was a real frustration. So, um, the fewer boxes, you know, but the more that boxes can be consolidated into each other, well then the fewer, um, trips there are and the less dreading there is and procrastinating about putting them back in the attic or wherever it is that you put your boxes. Um, store items. Okay. When you're done, this is one of those things that seriously, you know, kind of sets me apart from people who really know about organizing because I have to go, Oh yeah. Isn't this so obvious that everyone would do it? Um, but it takes me a while to go, wait a minute. No, no, no. Why did I not do this before? But you know, storing items for displays together. So you know, when it's time to store things again, take everything that was on the fireplace and put all of that stuff in one box, you know, so that you can be a little less random next year as it's time to, um, put things out. So, you know, for me, we have picture frame, um, stocking hangers. And so I have pictures of each one of us as a baby in there. Um, so that's fun. Uh, but you know, the stocking hangers and the stockings and the piece of greenery that goes up across the, um, the fireplace and anything else that went on the hearth. Those are the things to all go together in one spot. Um, everything that goes on this bookshelf needs to all be in one box. And that just makes it easier in the putting away, but it also makes it so much easier when it's time to decorate because you're not just randomly finding things and having, you know, anyway, it just takes a lot less time. Um, okay. So here's another random tip. Um, and that is if you have wood floors, get the, um, plastic balls that look like shiny glass balls because, um, wood floors and glass Christmas ornaments, the balls, you know, we have, we have some glass ornaments, but as far as just the, those really thin, um, what are they, you know, the Christmas balls, the red or green or gold or whatever, those things, um, yeah, those don't mix well with a wood floor. (sighs) I'm pretty sure the first year that we had Christmas in this, the first year we were in this house, I think we broke every single one that we had. And I used to be a snob about that. And then I realized, okay, those plastic ones actually look just perfectly fine from a foot away. You know, I mean, they really do look exactly the same. They're just as shiny. Um, you can get them at the Dollar Tree for super duper cheap. Um, and they're not going to break when they hit the wood floor, because when you have kids helping, that's pretty much a guarantee that, um, glass 
ornaments are going to hit the floor. So, um, let's see. There was something else I was going to tell you. Oh, I know what it was. Um, don't forget I have another podcast and it is linked on my aslobcomesclean.com slash podcasts page. Um, and it is called how to clean a messy house and get it ready for guests. And it's actually, there are two podcasts in that series and they're together. Um, you know, one week after the next. And, uh, that is a great one to listen to. I loved, I got a comment from one of you recently, actually just this week who said, um, that she goes back and listens to that specific podcast when her house is overwhelming and she just listens to it while she's cleaning. Those are podcasts number eight and nine. Um, so that's a great, uh, way for you to just stay focused and do that. Um, as you are heading into this Christmas season, know that, um, you may not know it now, but something crazy happens when you, um, actually it usually happens like the evening of December 25th. And that is that this crazy decluttering bug hits everybody. It just happens. So just know that I'm going to be running a sale on my eBooks at that point in case you don't have them. But if you already have it, um, podcasts are a great thing to listen to while you're decluttering. And so you can just go through and, and listen back through them as you are decluttering just as a way to stay focused, a way to kind of have decluttering going, you know, decluttering talk going all through, um, your home. Um, okay. And this is podcast number 44. I just realized this is actually number 44. Um, and it is Christmas decorating is the name of it. I'm going to go ahead and stop here and, uh, I will have at least one more podcast, hopefully two more before Christmas break. I will be taking off, um, from new podcasts at that point, but I will, uh, have posts on the blog that link you to lots of different decluttering strategies and lots of different ways to stay focused. And, um, as you're working on decluttering in your house, um, again, this is podcast number 44. And as a reminder, I would love it if you would leave a review on iTunes, um, any kind of words that you can use like organizing or cleaning or decluttering or, um, how to get organized, any words like that, that you use help so much in people finding this podcast. I know that's kind of a bizarre concept for some people, but, but, um, that's what iTunes uses. And it also helps just for the podcast to be found more easily, more visible. Um, cause they use that a lot for their ranking. So if you could do that, I would greatly appreciate it and go to a slob slash podcasts, and you will find, um, a link to the show notes for this one, number 44. And in that, I will also have a link to the survey that I would greatly appreciate it if you would fill out. Um, I would also like to know, in case you're still listening, obviously you're a listener, uh, if you would have any interest, I'm a little nervous to even bring this up, but I am considering doing a, I guess you might call it a blog cast um, starting after the first of the year. That would basically be whatever post goes up on the blog in audio form. So they would be short and sweet, um, and it would be much closer to daily as opposed to the weekly podcasts that I do. Um, now I'm continuing these podcasts for sure, these 30-minute ones, because I think that's great for getting um, for people being able to get bigger projects done at home. But just as a kind of an audio version of what goes on the blog as an additional podcast. And so just let me know 
in the show notes. Uh, if you would be interested in that again, if you could do the survey that will motivate me ever so much more to actually go make that happen. So, uh, thank you so much for joining me today and I will see you next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season.